0: it's the flop house movie minute so uh we're doing a movie minute here Elliot. you <laughs> yeah i'm I'm really setting up the premise <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> so let me paint you a picture <laughs> the three of us are sitting around and we're gonna make make a movie minute for you we're gonna we're record around a around podcast wobbly
0: table there's a cat there's... falling asleep uh-huh. off to the side <laughs> nice. Four-track mixing board,
2: talking into microphones.
0: But Elliot, you really wanted to talk about this subject. So uh, well, take we're it away. talking
2: about the subject of movie remakes, which uh, most movies are these days. It feels like are remakes yeah. of other movies, and well,
1: every story's already been told, Elliot. No, but they, they don't mm-hmm. have to tell There's them in this detail.
2: New the sun. But it just it bugs me because it seems like for it seems like they're taking specifically the movies I really like and remaking them. So like the Day of the Earth Stood Still, they remade. Taking of Pelham One Two Three, the remake comes out soon. And these are movies that very much are of the time that they were made. Yeah. Like, they don't make sense Assault nowadays. On 13. Assault on Precinct 13, when they redid that. Uh, and I just found out the other day that apparently they're at least going to try to do a remake of Videodrome, which is, it seems insane to me because if ever there was a movie that relies on it being the product of David Cronenberg's brain... It would be Videodrome. Yeah. And if ever there was a movie that fit well into the 80s when people were kind of really understanding for the first time how much you could, like, television had been around long enough that you could see the effect it was having on society, but cable was just coming in, home video was really just coming in. Like, it seemed like you were on the edge of videotape becoming more powerful than real life.
0: So do you think that this is the result of, like, some studio head, like, watched video Videodrome and was like, this could be a great film without all the TV fucking.
2: May, I, <laughs> <laughs> just take that out. Nobody fucks a TV in it. He sticks his close. head inside of a television. Like, okay, and he well, whips me, a TV. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. Let me uh, let me paint you a picture. Ryan Reynolds takes a videotape, <laughs> stuffs it in his
2: belly. <laughs> <laughs> $20 million, please. I think it's literally that there's a list of movies that is circulating Hollywood that have not been remade yet. And they just check them off as they go along. And in the in the thing I read about this, it mentioned that they were going to try to bring in nanotechnology and also expand it so it's more of a sci- large scale sci-fi action film and video drama Much case, like the original film, much like the original, which has maybe six characters and takes place almost entirely inside of James Woods' head for right. the most part, and is
0: science science fiction in in the way that maybe like. I don't know, like a vonnegut book is science fiction. Well, but there's it's science
2: fiction elements to it. Yeah, but it's,
0: but it's using like science fiction elements, like mainly as a as s- a hugely like, allegory. Yeah, I mean, which I, lots of science fiction is. But but it's it's a, it's a
2: movie where he puts a ta- he, a slot opens up in his belly that he puts videotapes and hides a gun inside, and you're never quite sure if he's insane or if this is actually happening. If you introduce nano, I'm sure that someone saw that and was like. Wait a minute. What if we use nanotechnology? So tiny robots are building a slot in his belly. <laughs> Why didn't Cronenberg think of that? You know, and like
1: they turn his belly into a little Blu-ray player. Then
2: this scene would make sense. They like. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine it was someone watching it and not realizing that that is not supposed to be a logical development. You I know?
1: think it was somebody who walked uh, through the Criterion collection of the DVD uh, section of the Virgin Megastore near where they live, and they were yeah. just going through the possible remake ideas.
2: Well, I can either redo closely-watched trains or Mishima A Life in Four Chapters or Videodrome. Mm, Videodrome <laughs> has a gun in it. I think I'll use that one. <laughs> and the other the other bit so that made me really mad because these are movies that video drum especially these are movies that i and taking palman 2 3 that i love like there's something very special about them and they feel kind of singular and to remake them even if it you know the the old movie is still going to exist it's not going to disappear it's not like with stagecoach where they remade it in the 60s and they bought up all the prints of the 30s version and tried to and destroyed them except for one and that's why stagecoach still exists today Oh wow! it was the copy in john wayne's personal vault was the only one that they didn't destroy pretty much because they're like we don't want the 30s one around that's competition for our shitty version of this great movie anyway it's it still dilutes it a little bit because every time now i'm gonna have to say you know in videodrome the original that da 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 not the remake like that's just i don't like it you know that scene in the day of the earth that scene in the day when michael rennie in the day of the earth stood still Whoa, Whoa, keanu reeves is in the day of the earth stood still i mean the original not the remake and the other big news was that uh, apparently, I guess they're making a remake of uh, Drop Dead Fred. Oh,
1: finally!
0: <laughs> the <laughs> oh,
2: the Rick Mayall, nice. Phoebe oh, Cates God. vehicle with uh, uh,
0: for many years my least favorite movie.
2: <laughs> the news is apparently Russell Brand uh, in the Rick Mayall well, of course. role, and it's <laughs> and Phoebe Cates in the Phoebe Cates role. Oh. <laughs> But it's like if ever there was a movie that it's one—it's one, it's one it still thing. Great, by the way. Yeah, so, oh, yeah it's one thing to remake to remake a bad movie and be like, "I can make this into a good movie." But there's no way to make *Drop Dead Fred* into a good movie. The problem with *Drop Dead Fred* it's is it's such a good idea. <laughs> Her childhood friend comes back, and he causes
0: trouble. Yeah, it's one of these movies where. We're supposed to laugh at the fact that someone's life is being destroyed by by systematically. basically
2: by a monster. Yeah, there's or, or, or the there's no real the there's no real difference between it and like poltergeist. You know yeah. that's yeah.
1: And like, do they ever? Well, like, do they ever address that it could all actually be inside her head? Like, I don't think so. It would like,
2: be interesting if the other
0: thing, if the best la- case scenario <laughs> is also the worst case yeah, scenario. Yeah, she's
2: crazy. It would be great if the last yeah, – or interesting if the last shot of the movie was like, I don't remember how it ends, her hugging the romantic lead or something. And then sure. the camera pulls back and and pulls back out of the far head of Phoebe Cage right. drooling yeah. with her eyes Who's staring off her. into the distance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like at the end she's in a better station, place now. Yeah, or, or psycho or something. Brazil. Or Brazil, yeah. But it's I'm going to
1: list a couple of movies. Well, I'll list a movie that's not as good as <laughs>
2: <laughs> But it's, you know, it's just sad. It, reminded, it brought back the pain of the fact that I think that's Rick Miles. The pain Miles, of Drop Dead Fred. The pain of Drop Dead Fred, which I remember seeing in the theaters very clearly. Yeah, sure. And uh last and week. The fact that last week, <laughs> when it was revived, <laughs> Damn. it was part of Rick Miles' retrospective event. <laughs> and the fact that that was really his only American work that I can think of. And he is such a. Talented English comic actor. Yeah, know?
1: well, I'm. Uh, I actually am uh, a little excited about this whole <laughs> remake thing because you know I figure eventually they'll get around to remaking a movie that's very dear to my heart, and that's uh, Patrick Dempsey's film, um, Lover Boy, where you know he plays a college age kid trying to figure out his life. He's getting kicked out of school, and the only way he can go to school is by raising a bunch of money so he can get with the girl he loves. And the only way he can do that is by being a male prostitute to women who have uh, so who he have goes cheap out out on cheating husbands. No, saying, he, no, he finds he, he finds a sells way to it make, on the corner. No, that would be star maps. Yeah, uh. yeah no, he does it. Um, he does it through the pizzeria he works at. When huh. uh, when when How does women, that work? When when women order extra anchovies. <laughs> He knows that's a cue that he's going to be having sex
2: with them for two hundred dollars. Wow. <laughs> and of course, he's the only pizza boy who works there twenty-four yeah. hours a day. Uh, a, so.
1: they, they kind of address that <laughs> somehow. Like he fucks one chick, and she tells all her friends, and they. No, but like there have
2: got to be a lot of desperate women calling for extra anchovies, and then the guys showing up and them being like. And then them ripping off their robe, I don't know, and then him just handing them the pizza. Right. And them being stuck with paying for a pizza they didn't want to pay for. Yeah.
0: I, also, I, also, I assume that there's some zany scene in the film where an anchovy lover just, you know, wants a pizza. Well, Absolutely, there, and it yeah. happens
1: to be, uh, like, this beautiful woman in a bikini. With, with and two he's young like, children. Hmm, yeah, I can't wait, and she actually had ordered it for her, her kids, who are the only kids in the universe who actually want extra anchovies. But what my hope is... Well, that, they're, they're, her children
2: are pregnant. Well, what I,
1: <laughs> what I hope is that, or, or, that they're going to take... Well, what well <laughs> I, would, I would
2: point out that they've already remade this movie as the web porn site Big Sausage Pizza.
1: Okay, well, I think it can go one step further because we all know of my love of the porn site Big Sausage Pizza. <laughs> but what I think needs to happen... Is this movie needs to be, the whole like, premise needs to be turned on its ear. Uh-oh, how do we do that? Yep, shake it all up. I say female uh, lead, female main character. Lover girl? Yeah, it'll be lover girl. She delivers pizzas still. I think pizzas, that's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> Extra anchovies. You don't want to lose that comic gold. <laughs> Um, and So,
0: she's, so a, she's basically the more common female prostitute in this situation. Scenario. Yeah, she'll, and
2: so she's having sex with desperate women whose husbands are cheating on them. That's not actually a
1: bad idea. <laughs> Initially I was assuming it was going to be cuckolded men whose wives are cheating on them, and uh, their way to get rid of the cuckold's horns is by having sex with this young uh, prostitute who's having sex with them to get money
0: so that she can go to college and be with her boyfriend. And since, since the Middle Ages, no one has been more worried about <laughs> cuckold horns than you, <laughs> Stuart.
1: Well, uh, I think I think today's man, I think today's movie-going man is concerned about being cuckolded. And a movie like <laughs> so, this will make me feel good. So
2: is this still a lighthearted comedy? Because it sounds a lot grimmer. There's a certain fantasy uh, a- aspect <laughs> to a, a young guy having sex with a lot of beautiful older women for money. Yet when it's a young girl having sex with older men for money, it, it's a lot seedier, I have to say. Well, I yeah, was a Russian immigrant that we're talking about. <laughs> no, I mean I was. I was thinking. Yes, like, it's Eastern promises. Yeah,
1: well, I was thinking Cronenberg possibly, or maybe Mike Lee for the the directing. Okay, like, so the
2: two least funny directors there are. I think both
1: of those guys would be great. Like, I, they could throw in a lot of comic. Who, t- and-
2: who directed Irreversible? Maybe we could have him
1: come Some in. Some Noe. T- <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Gasparnoi. That's right. Uh, get one of the get one of those guys who did um, funny
2: games, maybe. Yeah, that's well, some Hanukkah. German guy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I think any of those guys. I think they have a firm grasp on what the subject matter is, and I think they all love
2: pizza. <laughs> who doesn't love pizza? Yeah,
1: like the Ninja Turtles love pizza. I imagine
2: you <laughs> walking into the into the office to the production office to pitch this movie. And you go one word. <laughs> pizza have i got your attention i know i do anyway let's tie
1: this in with the domino's extra anchovies lover girl style oh, pizza. <laughs> it's not that's reminds I, that sounds like the gotham city pizza it's stripped of everything but pepper uh, uh, but pepperonis and anchovies
0: i think that that was how a uh, hot dog the movie got sold actually uh, hot like, dogs. you're familiar with the delicious sausage the hot dog right? let me
2: show you one thing <laughs> pulls out foil wrapped object what is it oh it's a hot dog have i got your attention Great. Let's make a movie. <laughs> so
1: yeah, so you have some films that you're scared of. You're I'm not scared of. Out. I'm terrified. Not.
2: <laughs> There's nothing that scares me more than the uh, crying than the uh, Drop head. Dead Fred remake plan. But okay. there are movies that I'm I'm unhappy that it was decided. You know what? There are no good original scripts in Hollywood that will make us money uh, or that we can advertise. Let's remake movies that other people haven't seen. I mean, there's, there's,
1: like, they could make GoBots movies or Uh Thundercats movies. The other thing about
2: this is that a friend of mine who's a... a, Silverhawks. A friend of mine who's another comedy writer has told me the story of... Herculoids. Being offered the the opportunity to pitch his version of a remake of Mother, Jugs, and Speed. So the studio wanted to remake Mother, Jugs, and Speed, a Bill Cosby film about competing ambulance drivers, (laughs) and, uh, and decided that they had no idea how to do it, so they would... Ha- give writers the chance to pitch their versions of it and then buy the one they like the most. So, like, how creatively bankrupt do you have to be to choose such a dumb movie to remake but not even have a specific I, way to do it? There's, like, some,
0: there's some studio ahead who's choosing movies to remake based on their titles. Yeah. like, oh, I want to ma- remake Freebie and the Bean. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that sounds like a delightful romp. Uh-huh. Mac and Me. I was just sure. going to say Mac and Me also. Uh, yeah, it's there's no... My stepmother is an alien. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So many good Oh, remakes. Blue Steel, that's a good title. Let's remake a movie, whatever that's about. <laughs> Let's just redo that. Honey, and... I Blew Up the Kid? Again? The
0: moral of the story is nothing.
2: <laughs> the moral of the story is get ready for more remakes of your favorite films. We're probably going to end up having to review them. Oh, yeah, of course. Play Prom Night. On prom night, we're gonna have to review. Ten thousand BC was not really a remake. It was a. Well,
1: I'm not gonna ruin my prom night by
2: (laughs) by reviewing a fucking movie with you turds.
0: We'll talk. We'll talk about it later.
1: Freebie and the (laughs) Bean.